I'm Gabs. And I'm Liz. And welcome, and welcome to, to Their Tropes their Battled tropes for, battles dominance. for Dominance. I did it this time. You can't be mad at me. <laughs> so, oh um, Happy New Year, guys. Happy 2022. Woo! I guess not really happy because, I mean, today we're starting off with man news. Liz and I canceled KatsuCon today and... Yeah. It's, I mean, it's for the best, but it, it's also sad. Um, you yeah. Know, we, we've been looking forward to it since we booked our hotel and stuff. We had so many groups planned. I like, I love Katsu, so it's just like kind yeah. of sad. Yeah, it is a bummer. Um, Katsu, it's not my favorite con, but um, the panel, like, people there have always taken such good care of me, so I really enjoy paneling there, and it's a bummer that I have to skip out this year, but... Um, it's for the best, you know, cases are really bad, especially in the DMV area right now, so we're just trying to look out for others as well as ourselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, also, like, I'm still sick. Um, it's not COVID, but we don't know what's wrong with me, and I've been sick since uh, we got home from Hallmat, so I have no yeah. idea if it's from, like, the travel or from, like, actually being there, because um, it's not COVID, you know, I've been tested, but... Unless I just happen to be the one person who always gets, like, a false negative, but I highly doubt It still that. wouldn't, like, last that, like, this long. That's the thing, yeah. I've been sick for almost, what, like, is it two weeks now? And yeah. And it hasn't gotten better. Yeah, because we got home, it's been almost two and a half weeks, or almost two full weeks, rather, and I feel worse rather than better, so... Mm-hmm. I don't know. And it's not the flu. It's not strep. We really don't know what's wrong with me. Um, I'm gonna, I'm trying what? to see if I can get into a doctor or something tomorrow because it's been bad. Yeah, that's, like, insane. Yeah. But other than that, how was your New Year's, Liz? Um, I was technically done with my quarantine, but I still was, like, I'm not really going to go out and do anything, mm. especially because, like, I don't want to put, like, people outside of my house at risk right. and so i just like watched a movie with my mom and we watched the ball drop and that sounds nice. made popcorn and i yeah. had some drinks so kind of very what i did yeah chill relaxed new year's so it was good it sounds um it. yeah it's um a miracle that the place i work at that i work in a school it's a miracle the school our school isn't remote Mm-hmm. Um, we're keeping our fingers crossed that we don't go remote, but we'll see. I mean, today was the first day back after break, right? Yeah. So. Fingers um, crossed. <laughs> hopefully. It's so hard on these kids, like, to yeah. be doing it. Also, I apologize if you guys hear any background noise. Um, Nick's in here, and he's trying his best to be quiet, but he's also trying to tidy up his area a bit. Uh, he has been, it has been so nice, like, he's only, he's back to working one job and, and like, becoming, like, my house husband, basically. So he works part time and then basically just takes care of the apartment because I am a walking like hazard zone and <laughs> just leave a mess wherever I go. Um, and he cleaned up the office, he cleaned up the apartment, like everything is so clean now. Um, and I'm just well, so I need grateful. to come over. I'm pumped. It's so Liz. It is so nice. Like you can actually move around. Like there's, I can see the floor again. And he I'm helped so me proud. with my laundry because I have really bad executive dysfunctioning. So, like, I can do stuff once I get started. But starting something, especially if I don't want to do it, is, like, really hard. So, like, laundry, like, it's just been sitting there for weeks. I had literally no clean clothes. And I had to ask Nick to, like, just help me get it started. And then I was able to finish it. And, like, it was so nice. But, um, oh, I guess that, I've been I've been going through all my cosplay shit and organizing it. And, same. like bestie actually going through because like i don't think i've gone through cosplay stuff and like actually like 
threw out stuff like I was like, okay, I'm never gonna right. fucking use this for like four years. I've and been about the same, I think. I think it was before I left for college was the last time I really like cleaned anything out. Um, oh my so gosh. I've just been reselling yeah. stuff. Shout out to Anita uh, Lumica. Yeah. Uh, our friend Leah runs Lumica Cosplay Resale and it is this really cool. It's like Depop, but specifically only Leaf for cosplay. Cosplay. It's like because there used to be like one of the biggest things is like there's a there's always the cosplay selling tag on Instagram, mm-hmm. but that's like so easily it's so hard to find what you're looking for exactly. and easy for stuff to get lost. Technically, there's like cosplay selling like pages on Instagram, but those aren't any better. This yeah. is like actually like a resale like when you place go for cosplay. To this website, you are only going to see stuff by cosplayers for cosplayers, and it's you great. can also list stuff that you're in search of. So if somebody has something, they can respond and be like, "Oh, I have this. What are you willing to pay for it?" Yeah, uh, which is really nice. I've already sold like four of my old wigs that I just was never going to wear again, and I was just holding on to because I was like, "Oh, you know, I could use these for cosplay in the future." And I'm like, "It's just not worth it at this point." And like half the time, you're you never actually end up using exactly. it for cosplay in the future. The, on, like I totally sold one the only wig that I've actually ever used for like a cause test that like I wasn't planning to do a cosplay for. And I just sold it the other day because I was like, yeah, like, I'm not ever going to wear that again. It was just a closet cosplay. But, like, it was fun and all. But I can get a wig off Amazon for, like, 10 bucks and then sell it again for 10 bucks if I don't do it again. You know, if that makes sense. Like, there's no point in holding on to these wigs. That... And it's also better than just throwing them out and yes, no one using them a, again. Right. And, like, you know, I've been fixing mine up because a lot of them were not in great shape. Like, they weren't – like, I wouldn't feel comfortable selling it to somebody for – even half the price I bought it at. Mm-hmm. So I've just, so it's been really nice because I'm also getting to work on my wig skills by fixing these wigs up and uh, reselling them, which has been really fun. And um, mm-hmm. I've also been documenting the progress on my Twitter. If anyone's interested, that's been, been a fun little journey there. Um, but, yeah. Like, other fun things, I guess. Um, so I became a official Hoyo Lab creator. So Hoyo Lab is the like, official forum for me hoyo which is you know genshin impact honkai impact all that um and i applied and they accepted me i was like oh cool so i guess i should actually start posting cosplay pictures on hoyo lab as well then so i posted Mm -hmm. one and it was my cosplay picture of me flipping off the camera so i was like this might get taken down i wouldn't be surprised but also like it at the very least it's like a pg pg 13 rated game slash website right like you know Mm -hmm. there's no reason that people shouldn't be allowed to flip each other off but I, I was like, okay, fine. It got taken down for that, whatever. But then I got, then I, but so I didn't get, ta- it didn't get taken down, right? I just got muted. But then it, it took it down and said that I was being accused of like, I was co- posting copyrighted images or something. And I was like, sorry, I guess my face is copyrighted now. My only guess as to why they did that is because I credited my photographer and I said, you know, the photo by this person, maybe they thought that was me mm-hmm. saying that that wasn't me in there. But also, like, mm-hmm. I've posted my cosplays on there before. My social media is linked. I don't understand. Like, I, I'm so confused. And they haven't responded to my email yet, but I'm, like, getting annoyed. Uh, it's just, like, very random. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I want this violation gone off my account because there's no reason for me to have a violation. Smile. Um, Smile. I'm just very annoyed by it, but, um, and then, but I do have, like, a bunch of good news, so Liz, uh, and I celebrated the other day, we officially hit a thousand listens on this podcast, so, thank you guys, thank you guys so much, um, that's crazy, (laughs) it really does mean a lot to us, um, 
I'm still sick and congested, so I don't know if you can hear it very well in my voice, but uh, I'm very excited about it. I posted about it everywhere. I was bragging about it. It's like, guys, look, our podcast. Um, So thank you. Thank you guys so much. And the support on the recent episodes have been, like, amazing. Yes, especially the Star Wars one. Damn, y'all are freaks. Y'all are fucking horny. (laughs) Uh, What can I say? Star Wars fans be like... Wait, can I get a side note about the freak comment? Um, Uh Last night, uh, Nick and I were asleep, and I woke up in the middle of the night, probably like 3 a.m. or something, and... I think, like, I wasn't sentient, like, during this part. I, I realized what happened after I, and then went back to sleep. Uh, but, like, what I think happened is I think Nick's pillow slash pillowcase was, like, on my mm-hmm. nose and tickling my nose. So I think my subconscious was like, there's something in my face. I should move it. So I <laughs> pulled his pillowcase off. And then, uh-huh. obviously, the pillow was still in my face. So then I <laughs> yanked the pillow <laughs> out oh my God. from under his head looked at it and then threw it at the end of the bed and then nick woke up really he's he's glaring at me right now and then nick woke up really confused and i just laid back down and fell asleep again love that for you and he's just like he's been so mad that like i was cognizant for the end of it because he's like fuck you he's like he's like i woke up and my pillow was gone (laughs) and i just can't stop laughing at it because like the memory of doing it is just so random like i don't know why it was it was just very random Uh, um one of the funniest things that you sent me today on tiktok uh was the thing of the coach from team oh god that was great that was great (laughs) he's like i don't i didn't know any of my lines i didn't read any of the scripts i kind of just went for it i don't recognize half of you people in this reunion zoom I really and admire th- that, because that would be me as an actor. This is why the coach from Teen Wolf is my favorite fucking character. Because this man is, like, a actual, like, psychopathic idiot who has no clue what's going on. He's so fucking funny. <laughs> he is so funny. I'll I literally just watch that show, and I'll crack up at him. He's the best character. I agree. He was great. This is a coach from Steen Wolf, uh, from Steen Wolf, Steen Wolf. <laughs> from Teen Wolf Stan account. That's why I did this Stan account. Um, also, before we get into the actual episode, I do want to just put out an announcement that we are now on Amazon slash Audible uh, for the podcast, mm-hmm. like Amazon Music slash Audible under the same name. But for some reason, it's saying that we are owned by Anchor, the site that we upload our podcast onto. So I don't know if we'll be able to fix that, but I'm not too bothered. I'm just glad it's up there. Mm-hmm. I finally have taken charge of getting our analytics in from um, like other websites and a really fun one uh, that I wanted to share is when I got our analytics from Google podcasts Um, the top search terms of all time for our podcast are number one bleach fan fiction Ichigo coughs up blood period (laughs) number two Harry Potter can talk to dinosaurs fan fiction so I love um, that I really like that the second (laughs) one is like very oddly specific, specific? right uh, like and i the... don't think we've ever covered no we've covered harry potter and we've covered dinosaurs separately so separately I was, I was like i guess that makes sense why it would pop up like if they were if the episodes happened to be somewhat near each other you know and like the but i was just like i think that's very funny um mm-hmm. just how like i hope whoever searched that found the fanfic they were looking for 
for i know like bestie i'm praying for you um and then uh also spotify we have um almost 200 unique listeners which is really really cool that's so cool so thank you guys so much and that's over all time so i don't know how many of you guys are sticking around and still listening but regardless um if you're not here anymore thanks to the presence of you i guess who has helped our podcast grow um it's cool seeing us get the spammy emails that big podcasters get being like we can grow your instagram page for 300 oh my god I was like my no, favorite I'm thing good. my favorite thing is like nice photos and it's like a screenshot of like the fucking spotify page. speaking of photos nick potentially said like if he has time he'd potentially make us like fun little um like pictures to post like similar to our mpreg photo that like preview that we posted he might yeah be able to do something like that for future episodes maybe house husband literally house husband house husband we love him um and then i want to give another you know geographic shout out it's been a good 10 or 15 episodes since the last one i think so um shout out to 79 percent of our listeners coming in from the u.s 7% 7% from Australia, 4% from Germany, and 4% from Denmark, and 2% from the UK. And then less than 1%, but still making up a large part of listeners in our hearts. We have Canada, Brazil, South Africa, Portugal, the Philippines, Ireland, Singapore, Senegal, Belgium, Israel slash Palestine, Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, Norway, Serbia, Finland, India, New Zealand, Poland, Greece, Iran, Switzerland, Ghana, France, Ukraine, Netherlands, and the Czech Republic. Let's go! If any of that wasn't pronounced totally correct, I am a white girl from America. I'm doing my best. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, and then again, shout out to the full 1% of over 45 listeners. Um, that is, again, really cool. We've talked about it. It's not, it's not that you're old, but you're older than the average person in fandom. And it's really, really awesome to see, like, you know, you can be a nerd when you're older. You don't have to grow out of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nice to see that reflected and i hope that you enjoy some of our throwback episodes yeah i fucking hate when people go ew these 25 year olds are still doing cosplay that's so cringy first of all 25 isn't that old anyway and jesus christ do you think i just stop liking this shit when i get older like come on my issue has been people like not i wouldn't say ageist but right but like but like so for example there's this I, I'm I'm just gonna be full on. There's this really cringy video of this BTS fan. You've definitely seen this one. It's like B T S A R M Y. We whatever like the fan cover she made or sorry they made. Uh, I have actually never seen this. You haven't? No. I'll send it to you. It's it's a lot. But <laughs> that being said, like if a 12 year old made this, the reactions would be a lot different. Every single reaction is not, oh my god, this is kind of cringy. It's literally just like, oh, at your big age, because you're so old, because they're like 30 or something. Like, you can just say they're cringe. Yeah, like, just like, yeah, anyone can be cringe at any age. You can be cringe at any age. You can embrace the cringe at any age. And it's just really frustrating to me because everyone's just doing, at your Mesopotamic age, you know, and I'm like, it's funny. But also, I'm rewatching. I'm rewatching Teen Titans and I'm going to start reading Teen Titans fan fiction again. Fuck you. Uh, your I big will be age as cringy is? as I want. I know. At my big age of 20. How old am I again? 23? <laughs> like, I literally forgot my age the other day and Nick's like, did you just have to think about your age? And I was like, maybe. Maybe. Perhaps. I still feel like it's like a 16 year old. It's yeah, bad. Exactly. I, I really don't feel like I'm living age. at home doesn't help. So I can imagine. Jeez. <laughs> um, what's exciting is that between our next two episodes so one last little update before we get into the fic oh my god we've going for a hot second yeah but i think everyone's used to it at this point 
um we kind of like we kind of just like stopped talking except for like the intro like i'm like oh no i'll save it for the podcast when like liz asks me about something so yeah um i start my job after this episode airs but before the next one airs so wish me luck guys i'm very nervous um okay so now we should get into the podcast okay so um today i picked a really cute and easy one um well i didn't pick it i let nick pick it out uh liz texted me while we were just laying in bed and uh she's like yeah i can start like an hour earlier than planned and i was like oh so i should probably pick out my fic um and my trope so i pulled up my ao3 bookmarks i was like all right nick you can uh pick one out with me so, you know, I have to, and I was like, I don't feel like doing porn today. He's like, why are you hiding all the explicit ones? So I was like, I don't feel like covering porn today. Um, which, uh-huh. foreshadowing, I will anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, so I, I, I was marking everything, and he was like, oh, that looks really cute. He's like looking at all the tags on the fix I have bookmarked. He's like, that looks cute. I'm like, I've done that. He's like, that looks fun. I was like, we did that. We've done um, that. And then he's like, pet adoption, do that one. So I had like one fic tagged pet adoption. So um, he wants me to do pet adoption. So that's what we're doing today. It is a miraculous fic. It's a post reveal, um, Adrianette slash Lady Noir fic. They do they adopt the cat? They adopt more than one cat. Uh, spoiler um, alert! But it's a do very they adopt cute... a cat in a ladybug? No, <laughs> imagine the <adopting laughs> ladybug. No, but it, it, it's cute. I really liked it. Um, it's so yeah. It's a, pet adoption is a self explanatory trope. It's just very fluffy. Um, it's like a domestic slice of life thing. So something Liz enjoys, something that I don't always go for. But like, you know, I'm not opposed to it. If, if I they're not it. in college, I'm not reading it. I'm sorry. <laughs> to be fair, they are like 18. So like they might be. I don't know. In this. Are they? If they're not actively in college, my brain won't read it. Uh, <laughs> if they're not attending classes in between chapters, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> uh, you could literally just be like, they live in a dorm, and I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm I'll into this now. Yeah. Liz, I think you just missed the fact that we lost our, like, last year and a half of college. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Just, just a little bit. Just it's a little okay. Bit. So, uh, the other day, I literally cried over Mitsuki's album, because uh, for those of you guys who haven't heard us talk about it before, Mitsuki went to our college a few years before us. And um, her uh, song, is it, what, what's the album? Like, Class of 2013, I think it is. Yeah. Like, that was literally her senior project, which is something we had to do. So it's Yep. Like, Everyone uh, at our college has to do a capstone senior project. Yeah. So you have to do anything, and it always relates to your major. Right. And so for so, her, like, since she was. music people, yeah. like, they have to literally make an album. And that was hers. And the cover image on that album is um, of somebody, like, at our school. Like, that title is, like the arcade that all our classes are on uh, oh so it's always so, so nostalgic right. seeing it i'm like I every know time it comes that. on every time this, like a song from that album comes on on my playlist i literally stop what i'm doing and pull it up and just stare at it until it ends because it's it like me so, i'm like i, I miss, miss college i miss it i miss it so much i miss the danny devito shrine i miss like you know skipping class i, I miss like living in a tiny 12 by 6 dorm that i could barely walk and move around in um, and, you know, getting high off spray paint because I didn't feel like walking to the spray paint room. I just I just miss so much about college. And I'm still devastated that we never got our senior year apartment. Rip. But, you know, it's probably for the best because we started The Idler 7 Kim House The Idler no 7 more. Kim House died. And I'm, like, we could have written an expose on each other. And I'm still yeah. sad about it. Um, it's fine. We relive it at cons occasionally. 
minus yeah. Zell because Zell is a fucking like incognito. I literally child. have to like be like <laughs> Zell. I am coming to fucking kidnap you today. You better hang out with me. I I love Zell, but Zell is like the most like on the sidelines friend you'll ever meet. <laughs> yeah, like, you have you have to physically bring her in, otherwise she's not there. Okay, it's okay. Sorry, sorry. I'll get uh, back to the fic. So this is called Four Paws by Sailor Chibi, all one word. It's rated teen and up, and this is basically um, a chunk from the second chapter. It's a mm-hmm. two-chapter. It's just a two-shot. It's very cute. Uh, so I'll read for Marinette. You'll read for Adriana. And um, Okay. I think – oh, no, there's also Tiki and Plag. So I'll have you read for Tiki, and I'll read for Plag. Okay. Um, okay. There it was, Marinette sighed. Adrian, we literally just moved in. Don't you think we should wait a few days before we get a cat? We could, Adrian said. He shifted, propping himself up and leaning over to look at her. Before she could look away, he pasted on the most woebegone kitty eyes she'd ever seen. In a very sad voice, he added, Sorry, my thing messed up. Um, I've never had a pet before. I was just really excited to be able to share that with you, my lovely wife. Oh my god. Marinette said, planting her hand against his face and shoving him back. It is way too early for me to deal with that level of feels, you stupid cat. Fine. We can go to the shelter and get a cat. Another cat! What even is my life? She shook her head. Behind Marinette's hand, Adrian squealed. You mean it? Yes, I mean it, Marinette said. She had pretty much resigned herself to do it yesterday after Alia pointed it out, but had been hoping against hope that Adrian wouldn't bring it up quite again quite this soon. You want me to read for the front desk attendant? Yes, go for it. Good morning, the front desk attendant said brightly when they walked in. Her name tag read Vivian. Hi, we're here. We're, sorry, my brain. (laughs) It's okay, they forgot a word. Yeah. Hi, uh, we're here to look at adopting a cat, Adrian said, beaming back. Vivian's eyes widened slightly, which meant she'd probably recognized Adrian, but she maintained her composure and smiled shakily back. Certainly. Our our cats are kept in rooms A, B, and C. You're welcome to go in and interact with any cat that you like. If you need help, you know where I am. Thanks, Marinette said before she was literally dragged down the hall by her overly excited husband. She caught a glimpse of Vivian grabbing his cell phone right before Adrian tugged around the corner and figured that within half an hour, the news that Adrian Agress was adopting a cat would be all over social media. Oh well, maybe it would help to bring some good attention to the shelter. Oh, Adrian breathed as soon as they walked into the first room. Marinette closed the door behind them and watched, amused, as he sank to his knees and held his hands out. He was promptly swarmed by mewing cats, all of them trying to get close to him. Aww. That's just what happens when you walk into our apartment. That <laughs> is what happens, I can vouch. <laughs> Remember, we're only taking one home, she told him. That's what we said, and then here we are, uh, taking out her phone and grabbing a couple shots of him. Nina was going to die when he saw this. I remember, Adrian said, his eyes sparkling as he bent his head and nuzzled a small, light gray cat. That gave the white cat a white cat, the chance to clamber up onto Adrian's shoulders. Adrian chuckled, straightening up slowly and lifting a hand to scratch the white cat's ears. Sure you do, Marinette murmured. Who's she kidding? At some point, she and Adrian were going to have a house with three kids and a dozen cats. But looking at him right now, she found it hard to mind. There was so much joy in his face as he tried to pet two dozen cats all at once his fingers scratching at his ear- at ears and heads and shins. The sound of purring reverberated in her ears as she turned away to peer at the cats who weren't fighting for attention. Her attention was immediately caught by a couple of small ginger ta- cats. The cage doors opened, but both were huddled at the back. 
Marinette smiled and stepped towards the cage, peering in at them. They were a darker orange in color on top, with paler orange bellies and paws. One blinked at her with bright blue eyes, whereas the other had green. The sticker on the side of the cage marked their names as Fred and George. Cute! I forgot about that. <laughs> That's so cute! Guess that means you're the mischief makers, huh? Marinette said, softening oh! her voice. She held out a hand and gently crooked her fingers. The bolder of the two cats immediately came closer to sniff at her fingers, then, apparently deeming her safe, rubbed against her hand. Charmed, Marinette lightly scratched its chin. The cat began to purr softly, greedily pushing its head harder. That seemed to give his brother some courage, and in short order, Marinette had both hands in the cage, scratching away. This is literally just you and Nick coming home with two twins. Genuinely, this is what happened. Like, we, we went back because we were like, we want this one cat. And they were like, actually, that cat has been adopted. And we are like, fuck. So um, we were like, okay, well, what about this cat? And they were like, that one's also been adopted. And we are like, fuck. And then we thought, like saw, like, 20 minutes later, we saw Salem and Ravenpaw. And Ravenpaw had been sick. So he's like, literally had a snot bubble. We almost called him Bubbles. Um, like, oh. that's a fucking snot bubble. And they were just laying together. Salem was comforting him. Like, they would not leave each other's side. We'd pick one up to hold him, and they would squirm to get back to, like, protecting each other. And it was just so sweet. And the shelter was like, yeah, they're not bonded, but you can get them together for the price of a bonded pair. And I was like, these two are literally bonded. We need to take them home. Yeah. So we ended up with both of them. And um, they're menaces, but I love them. I don't know if I, I love you, them. but they've picked their favorite humans, right? Salem likes me more. Ravenpaw likes Nick more. Which um, is so we, funny because those are like you named the other one. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I mean to be fair, Nick did come up with Ravenpaw as well, but that was the one I agreed on. I fought him a bit on Salem, but I allowed it because mm-hmm. um, he picked it out. But um, it's because it Salem likes boobs. Uh, Salem does like boobs. That's he is why a tip man. He literally like all he does is lay on my boobs. All our yeah. animals are obsessed with my boobs except mittens. That's why she's my favorite. Um, she's, she's the only one who doesn't enjoy laying on them, so it gives my chest a break. Um, okay, sorry. Okay. Tiki's yeah. line. They're so cute! Tiki said, sounding delighted as she popped out of the purse to fly up by Marinette's shoulder. Tiki, make sure no one sees you, Marinette said, glancing at the door. The attendant had followed them in, but she knew they might not be alone for long. But I want to see you! Tiki whined. I want to see too, Adrian said from right behind her, and Marinette startled. Tiki flew back down into her purse, but poked her head out. Marinette noticed that Plag had poked his head out, too. I think they're twins, she said, carefully wrapping her fingers around the green-eyed cat. She lifted him out and turned to Adrian, noticing the way his face lit up when he saw the ginger color of the cat. She handed it over and then turned to pick up the blue-eyed one. They're adorable, Adrian breathed, holding his cat up towards his face and rubbing his cheek against them. The cat purred louder, and Marinette turned to them and smiled. Um, also, uh, the author commissioned, like, a fan art for this fic that is so fucking cute. I didn't put it in here, but it's in the original uh, fic, mm-hmm. and you guys should look at it, because it's so pretty. We don't have to make a decision right away, she pointed out, but as she watched the cat stretch out a paw and lightly touch Adrian's nose, she was pretty sure they already had. I like them! Tiki piped up. Plag, what uh, do you- that's- Oh, ah! it was you, yeah. <laughs> Plag, what do you think? Adrian asked, looking down at his Kwame. If you must get a cat, I guess they'll do, Plag said begrudgingly, but Marinette didn't miss the curiosity gleaming in his eyes as he watched the two ginger cats. I just want to take them all home, Adrian sighed. Chaton, I love you, but no, Marinette says, steeling herself against his cute pout. They had the money, but not the space or the time. Tell you what, I think we should both come back and volunteer here, okay? Then you can be with the kitties as much as you want, but I really do think two cats is enough for now. 
I guess you're right, Adrian said. I like the idea of volunteering here. I never had time for that in the past. He bent down and nuzzled against the blue-eyed cat in Marinette's arms. I love that one of them has green eyes and the other has blue eyes. They were meant for us. Vivian tapped on the door before Marinette could respond and then opened it in a crack. Oh, sorry. Yeah, there's a front desk lady. Yeah. Hi, looks like you're making out pretty well. You found the twins. So they are twins? Marinette asked, delighted. Yep, our vet estimates they're, uh, that they're about 18 months old, give or take. That makes me feel like this person hasn't worked with like cat adoptions before, because 18 months old at that point, they would just call them a year and a half. You mm-hmm. don't really do months for cats past like a year. Um, like Months for babies are really only for human babies. Vivian said, slipping into the room. They both love attention, as you've noticed. We've had some interest in them, but we are really hoping that we'd find someone who would take both of them. They do so so well together that we don't want them to be separated, if if at all possible. A bonded pair. Mm-hmm. She looked at them expectantly. Of course we're taking both, Adrian said at once, like he was offended by the very idea that they might only take one, and Vivian lit up. Excellent. I can get you started on the paperwork, unless you'd like to look around a bit more. She said, catching Adrian's eyes wandering towards a lovely gray cat. Mar- <clears throat> Marinette hastily shook her head. You know what? I think we're good, she said. Just these two, and that's it, right? Adrian just grinned sheepishly and winked at her. For meow, my lady. And that's the end. Um, I really like this one. <laughs> I think it's, it's really cute. cute. I think it's really, really cute. Um, I, don't know. I, I, I love cats. I love adoption. Pet adoption. Would you keep reading these, Liz? Um, if they were called not necessarily, but it just like kind of it reminds me of um a while like like a week or two ago on TikTok, everyone found this like really cute um like art of all the Marvel characters with different cats, and it's super cute. And also, um, it it just sometimes I guess maybe because mm-hmm. sometimes in college AU's it's very rare, but they might have a. In Stucky College AUs, they might have a cat adoption storyline because in the mm-hmm. comics, Bucky has a white cat named Alpine, and he's the cutest cat ever. That sounds very cute. So cute. Yeah, I love that, I love that for you. This was so pure, and I'm so sorry, right, but so- I'm gonna have to ruin it now. Yeah, I know. Uh, Liz, tell us how you're ruining it. So I got randomly assigned dark fuck prints. Ooh. <laughs> I like I this saw this. One. I saw this and I was like, what the fuck is this trope? Because it was just like, I'm like, this sounds so edgy and that's exactly what it is. Um, it's a trope in which a character is portrayed as aggressive, domineering, obsessive, violent, etc. And usually this is counter to his actual characterization in canon. Mm-hmm. And um, this is usually used in slash fanfiction. And as we said, slash fanfiction um, is um, queer fanfiction. Right. Um, I also love how uh, Dark Fuck Prince is shortened to DFP. Interesting. <laughs> it's an actual acronym, DFP. Um, DFP characterization is usually paired with the DFP's partner being very submissive also counter to canon and woobified or feminized i don't know what woobified means woobified is kind of like oh you're not evil you're so cute like you're so cuddly you can't do anything wrong (laughs) like yeah so basically me with all of my weird dark characters yeah no liz you definitely woobify people 
Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That's just me. Um, And so the Dark Fuck Prince is usually the top and it's um, found in uh, MLM works. Mm -hmm. Um, So this um, trope can be criticized. Um, Not only just this doesn't mention it, but it's definitely criticized for like I would criticize it for probably like fetishization and like overall just like stereotypes of like dynamics and whatever but yeah whatever um not whatever but moving past that it's also criticized for being excessively dark and edgy um it can also Mm. uh romanticize abuse especially if they go in the more um violent um overly Mm. obsessive direction um and it also like um forces dynamics onto characters for the sake of kink even if like it doesn't actually fit the actual character's characterization. Um, and um, once again, as I said, it actually is mentioned more near at the end where mm-hmm. it can also be criticized for things such as portrayals of masculinity in fan works, uh, semi-slash-uke archetypes. Jesus Christ, that's a word I have not heard. Those are two words I have not heard in a hot second. Really? Um, yeah, thank God. <laughs> um, slash tropes and women in slash and more. And so um, I have I actually have a couple quotes from Tumblr um, mm. scattered throughout my notes. And so this is from the post, What is a Dark Fuck Prince? By ending themes from August 2015 on Tumblr. It's a fanfic trope where the character is dark, possessive, obsessive, and an uber top. I love the word uber top. Like, just like like more of a top than anyone could be. Uber (laughs) The number one top. (laughs) Um, Who treats... Who basically treats the object of his lust and desire like shit in the name of love. Someone being called this type of character, um, someone began calling this type of character a dark fuck prince and it stuck. And it's a very specific character within, uh, like, within fandom and I will actually get right into that when I go through the history. And so this term arose in the Sherlock BBC fandom. And so that is the specific character. So Sherlock was being called a dark fuck prince. No! (laughs) You're gonna use those words when you look at a picture of Benedict fucking Cumberbatch. You're gonna be like, wow. Dark fuck prince. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with these people? I'm losing my fucking mind right now. Oh my god. Um, and so obviously this is used in John Locke fix and it makes, they obviously portray Sherlock as the dominant top and Watson as the passive submissive. You know, I will say like as much as I hate the idea of fucking Benedict Cumberbatch of all people being like looked at like this, I, you have to like, I don't, were you in the BBC Sherlock? No, I was not. I was, I was very new into it with my dad. And even mm-hmm. my dad at the time agreed, and this is back in, like, the early 2010s, even he agreed that there was a lot of homoeroticism in oh, yeah. Sherlock. So, I get it. I just can't look at either of the old British white men who were in this show as top or bottom. Like, I, <laughs> that's not, it does Wait, not you apply mean to Benedict- Benedict- Sorry, Benedict- the Uke and Seme. I cannot look at them like this. I just, I physically cannot you mean benedict cucumber isn't your dark fuck prince i'm sorry when i like like no like benedict Cumberbatch. like i'm sure is attractive to some people but to me like i i have very high standards for men and he does not fit my standards so um, him him and dr strange 
beautiful. Him as Doctor Strange with that haircut, I think, suits him a lot more. Oh, yeah. The, like, 100 Sherlock, like, make him look so, like, juvenile, but, like, not in a not in a, not in a way. good way. Not in a good way. They make him look juvenile in the, like, okay, that's the man who didn't move out of his parents' basement until he was 39 like, kind of way. <laughs> like, in a, in a, okay, that man has mommy issues kind of way. Like, not yeah. in a cute way. In a, not in a cute in a, way. Please go to therapy and stay 10 feet away from me at all times kind of way. Yes. Um, so, um, the, the, these portrayals of the relationship, of course, got caught up in discourse, more specifically, top lock discourse, which is disagreement Top lock discourse? (laughs) No! This is a fucking doozy of a one. Wow. Um, more, and this is disagreements on whether or not, um, like, Sherlock or Watson should be, like, top or bottom or whatever and so the term dark fuck prince was coined by tumblr user kinklock and spread by bottom lockers shippers who preferred that sherlock bottom and associated with the oh the john Locke conspiracy i had a stroke reading that acronym (laughs) my brain blocked out on what that acronym meant and my brain just went like short circuited trying to read it so this whole thing is making my brain short circuit i gotta be honest um, and so, um, this is an anon question to the Alogi, T-H-E-A-L-O-G-I-E, from February 8th, 2015 I think it's theology. on Tumblr. Theology. I can't no, fucking the- speak. Like, theology. Like, okay. On Tumblr. So this is the question, first of all. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if this sounds like a stupid question, but I keep seeing you and other tumblr users saying dfp and was wondering what it means like you were talking about sherlock trying to dfp the sorting hat i don't know what this fucking means first of all okay bro i don't like um so that was the question and then this goes on to the actual answer so like we used to use top lock as shorthand for the wrongful characterization (laughs) that is able of that some people had of Sherlock, wherein they think he's a cold, unfeeling machine who is able to, um, who is able to spare one occasional emotion. This characterization is like overwhelming, overwhelmingly present in fix where Sherlock tops. Then, Ashley Kinklock, bless her sweet non-wank mongering heart. Ashley Kinklock. <laughs> that is a name. <laughs> my mind isn't this the funniest fucking thing ever you and i have different definitions of funny i think made dark aneurysm made dark fuck prince dfp dfp tm tm a meme to dissociate the characterization from the sexual position because a lot of people refused to believe it was really the fix we were referencing and not us who are equating the two and we're mad and we're mad at us then DFP as an acronym became a transitive verb. <laughs> it became a transitive verb, baby. Sure to did. DFP something, to pull a dark fuck prince on them. Example, I tried to DFP my way into a party I wasn't invited to, but I got bottom locked out of there. <laughs> bottom locked. <laughs> what a fucking time. Um, 
And so here's another quote on this, and this is by you an know, anonymous. I'm sorry to think that you don't need to read any more. And no, it's so funny. Please, here. please let me keep going. Please let me keep going. This Not one's really fucking to read funny. About John Locke discourse in 2022. Can, can we please read it again? Yeah, this next you, one. You it's can, really you can funny. go ahead. I just would rather we. T- <laughs> Um, so this is on <laughs> Fail Fandom Anon in, from 2015. So this is the quote. It started out that um, TJL Sears, I can never do the full, I, my brain, um, whatever, were objecting less to Toplock itself than to the dark fuck prince phenomenon. Basically, people were people running away with Sherlock's claim that he's a high-functioning sociopath and making him into a cold, dark rapacious okay i think as in like rape oh my gosh okay sorry trigger warning afterwards i didn't realize um top who hits poor vanilla's john's arse like a category five sex john's arse (laughs) like a category five sex hurricane so what TLJ Sears were reacting to initially was what they saw as an out of character presentation of sherlock a rejection slash denial of the emotional vulnerability and for lack of a better word gentleness shown by him in season three but the vast majority of tjl seers now have their heads shoved so far up their asses that all they think that they think all top lock is is dfp how oh my god tragic 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 stuff no matter what you say this is making me want to gouge my eyes and ears out (laughs) I just um, need you to know this. We're gonna keep going. Why? We're gonna keep moving along. <laughs> um, so characters that are prone to depictions as uh dark fuck princes, obviously Sherlock from BBC Sherlock. We've read all this discourse, of course. Unfortunately. Um Thorin Oakenshield from The Hobbit and okay. Eric Lenscher from X-Men aka Magneto. Um on AO3, I because I like first was like, okay, let me look up Dark Fuck Prince on AO3. And so the surprising thing is like this isn't necessarily like actually a tag. It's more just mm-hmm. like a description. But when you like search it on AO3, mm-hmm. you just get like five different Raylo fan fictions. Oh. And I was like, okay, I guess. And then so <coughs> I went to like um I mean, I guess like you could like pull something where it's like Kylo's like kind of a prince because like I would honestly I guess. associate the dark fuck prince like from everything we've covered like more with him than I would with like yeah one hundred percent I agree um and then two um other characters who this this is okay so I went on Tumblr looking because I'm like okay this is probably fucking popular shit on Tumblr let me go see if I can right. find any fix on Tumblr so I just googled it on Tumblr and I'm scrolling through and I saw a lot of um Draco X reader and Loki X reader and I was like that makes so much fucking sense yeah, bro that makes so much fucking sense because really like does. we just said yeah Liz you you fucking do this to the char- the fucking dark characters you like and who are two dark characters I like Draco and Loki it really literally every episode I feel like where Liz gets assigned something it ends up being like Liz Liz like, Liz core we are not reading a Liz core fic though um, you are going to fucking hate me because oh, no, we are reading from the secrets of John Watson series. This specific fic is from the second part of the series called The Tenant, and it is in chapter 12. So spoilers, I guess, but we will be spoilers, reading Smile. 
I guess. <laughs> We're going to be reading smut, so how much fucking spoilers can you get from that, okay? Maybe um, I want to know at what line uh, Sherlock inserts his pee-pee into John's butthole, okay? <laughs> Maybe I don't want to be spoiled on that, so, I'm so you should sorry. check your privilege before you say something like that. Thank I you. I am so fucking sorry. You should um, it is by Tumblr Weed Chaser on AO3, and it is a John Locke fic, as I said, and it is explicit. I said we're reading smut, so <laughs> duh. Um, Gabs will have to read words I can't read, so Nothing you should new. be you should be yeah. proud of me that I could say dark fuck prints. I am very proud of you, Liz. Um, I know that took a lot out of you. Yeah, thank no you. sarcasm intended. I'm thank you. I'm very aware that <laughs> some of these are. Harder Rough for time. you to say. Okay, um, who should we each read for? Because I don't think it's from, like, anyone. Is it just third person? Yeah, I guess. It might be more from, like, Watson's perspective. I don't know. Usually things are written from the bottom's perspective, so. So, yeah. I guess I can read for Watson and you can read for Sherlock. Okay, so do I, should should we try the bad British One accents? second, I'm getting, I'm, my dad's not. Sorry, okay. Liz's dad called her, so. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. It was nearly two in the afternoon by the time John opened his eyes. The flat was empty. Uh, detec- detective and coat missing from 221B. He checked his phone but found no missed calls or messages. He stretched out his stiff muscles, scrounged for edible food in their kitchen, took a much-needed and refreshing shower, and by the time he put on a clean set of clothes, he was beginning to feel more like himself. A cup of tea, and he'd be a ready cuppa. to heal a ch- <laughs> What? A cuppa. A cup of tea. <laughs> a cup of tea. A, a cuppa. I fucking hate that. That's Don't you would, uh, say Fuck you, British people. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. I hate that so much. I, I agree. Fuck British people. Hides my British passport. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd be ready to deal with just about anything. John made his way down from his room and entered the sitting room to find Sherlock seated in his armchair and a I can't fucking... A cuppa. A cup of tea. A cuppa. I want to fucking kill myself <laughs> saying that. That's right. Why? That's like the least it. offensive thing about all of this. You, you can say sounds... dark fuck prints, but you can't say cuppa. It sounds like... Ugh. It just bothers me. It's because you would say a cup of tea. And so just cuppa makes... It's just shorter. A cup of tea. A, a cuppa. I can't fucking do that. <laughs> Why is like... this what's like stopping you? It's so annoying. I actually think I it's kind of it. cute. I don't. Uh, sorry, Brits. Uh, Liz hates you. I can't fucking do it. Um, it's it's the Irish in me. It's seething my anger against I'm British. I'm pretty sure people. Irish people would say this too. Cup of tea. A cuppa. I can't do it. Please stop. Please stop. <laughs> if you live near the U- in or near the UK, I assume you would also say cuppa. Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> I'm waiting for John next to his own arm up to his own chair. His eyebrows lifted in surprise. Thank you. Honestly, John, will you ever stop thinking I'm trying to poison you? Poison? Yes. Drug? No. He said, seating himself and taking up the tea. That was rather useful information, said Sherlock. Seems our missing dead chemists all knew each other. It would appear Smithson wasn't the only one who was in on it. 
John sipped his tea and gave Sherlock a pensive look. Ooh, he's sipping tea. What a king. Sorry. Sips tea like a king. Sips, sips, sips tea, tea like a dark like a fuck prince. <laughs> That's the fucking episode title. Sipping tea like a BFP. Stop. I'm screaming. Um, case closed then. Case closed. Surprised you aren't in a coma then, said John jokingly. I had considered giving my transport some rest, but then I recalled a certain agreement. John eyed the detective. His oh, face God. Was oh, God. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, That's why I was like, I can't fucking read no, this on my own. No, I can't do this. I can't do this because I really can't imagine, like, <laughs> Sherlock and Watson as anything other than the BBC show. So, like... Well, this is specifically the BBC right, right, show. But, like, so, but, like the yeah. imagery of them. I just... Uh, no! <laughs> um, no! His face was flushed, and he was sitting somewhat awkwardly in his chair, trying to look to, too, much, too much to look composed. Setting his tea aside, John looked Sherlock in the eye and repeated himself from their earlier conversation. You solve the case, and you can explore and experiment with any part of me you like. I hate this. Sherlock I want it on record pic- how much I hate this. <laughs> this is also the first uh, John Locke book I think we're ever reading. Yeah, it's the only one we're ever reading. And it took us 51 episodes We're not to reading any more after this. It's so important to fan fiction history. It's not. It's not. We could have, we could skip over this, and I think most people would be happy. Um, I don't know. There are a couple Sherlock fans out there. Um, Sherlock swallowed the pink in his cheeks, deepening, eyes dilating. Not well, dilating! <laughs> no! Well, said John. I believe that puts me at your mercy. Sherlock looked away from John. It's not too late to back out if... John laughed. Don't be daft, he said. Don't be daft. <laughs> Don't be daft. He said, standing and walking to stand in front of Sherlock. He took the detective's hand and guided him to stand. I've been denying myself for far too long. <laughs> I want this. And I want you. He kissed Sherlock on the mouth. Chast? Is that? Or Chase? Chase. Cha- Chase. Promise. What's funny is that, like, we've read a lot worse on here. Oh, and yeah. And other things that, like, I don't like or I don't disagree with. And I ship John Locke. BBC John Locke. I ship this. <laughs> I ship this. Period. Like, but I can't. I cannot read porn. I cannot hear porn of these characters. I don't know. This is like my squick zone. This is just like... It'd be like that. I'm doing this for you guys. And I hate all of you for it. I'm Um, sick and you're making me do this. Now, he said, will this experiment be taking place on the table like like your others or somewhere else? (laughs) Sherlock smiled. You know what, Liz? If I have to read the porn, can I just have you read all the voices? I can't do this. I can't fucking read all the voices either! Because they're saying just as bad stuff! Can you at least read leading up to the porn? I can't. Give me one second. I'm crying. I'm in tears. I can't. I can't. And like I said, like, me and my dad, like, my dad, a 50-year-old straight white man, also shipped this. But like, 
and that was before I he was even more comfortable with my sexuality and stuff. Like he agreed. He was like, "No, I see the homoeroticism." So like, so like it was there. It, the queer baiting was real with this show, but like, I I don't know what it is. I think it's just the idea of Benedict Cumberbatch, and like this is where I have to draw a line. This is where I draw the line. I can deal. Come on, with Gabs, you male got the omegas slide. leaking slip slick from their bussies, but I cannot. <laughs> Okay, you got this next this. line. I know you can do it. I know you can do it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you can do this. That I'm not doing a British accent anymore because I just, I just can't. That is certainly tempting, but I think my bed will suffice for now. He placed his hands on John's hips and turned him around. <laughs> bed <laughs> naked now. <laughs> John laughed, pulling off his jumper and moving towards the bedroom. Nick has his headphones in, playing Genshin, and is just oblivious to what's going on. And- oh, no, he hears us! I-, I just wish I was you right now and not reading that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm going to torture you one of these days. By leaving on your jumper? Asked Sherlock, dropping his suit jacket on the floor. Precisely, answered John. Dro- dropping his shirt on the kitchen floor and reaching for the zipper of his jeans. So they've never had sex before, or have they had sex I, before I, at this point? I, do you think I read part one and then the other 12 chapters of oh, this part? Oh, you're right. I'm, I'm going to assume, then, if there's multiple parts that they've had sex before. Um, By the time they reach the hall, um, Sherlock gouting and pushing goading. John towards the bed. Goading. Okay. Uh, and pushing John towards the bedroom. It's like peer pressure. Both. Pushing. Like both. I need beer pressure because yeah. I'm fucking Goading stupid. and pushing are basically the same word. Okay. Both men were shirtless and had managed to remove their shoes, but their trousers had proven more difficult to abandon while on the move. <laughs> that that image is kind of funny. Um, Sherlock was making it more difficult to walk because he latched onto John, his arms wrapped around his torso, fingers wandering over the skin, planting small kisses and heady breaths over John's shoulder that sent shivers through him. And made his trousers more uncomfortable by the second. Woo-hoo! Oh my god, I can't believe I just read that. Um, that was nothing. <laughs> no, just the image of that, though. Ugh. Think about it more. No, I don't Think want of- to. I'm trying so hard to, like, have an ADHD moment and look anywhere but the screen unless I'm trying to read. Like, I'm mm-hmm. really trying so hard. I'm trying so hard, guys. Just as they stepped past the threshold into Sherlock's room, he placed a small kiss at the base of John's neck, which caused John's breath to shudder. They moved in front of the bed, but Sherlock wrapped his his right arm tightly around John's belly. His left hand wrapped around him so it held John's left shoulder, and he licked a broad stripe of John's neck over the spine, prompting a... Do I have to read this? I can do it. Prompting a groan and a tremble in John's knees that spoke directly to Sherlock. You have to say that word for me. Groin. Thank you. You know, um, I will say, I think I think I've uh, deducted the reason in my mind palace, as Sherlock would say. My mind um, I, I think I figured out why this makes me so uncomfortable. Because it's the same reason why, like, reading porn of somebody much younger than me would make me really uncomfortable. It's just, like, it's not my, like, I can only read, like, even ships that are, like, my age group. Like, I feel really weird reading, like, older couples, younger couples. Like, you know, like we've talked about before, like, we used to be really into high school AUs when we were kids, but 
Mm-hmm. Now, if it's not college a year or older, like, we're not really into it. We don't like reading high school AU because it just feels so – it's just not immersive because – And also, like – I you get you get smut in college AU. Yeah, well, you get good smut in college you AU. You get bad smut in uh, high school AU. School and AU. Usually underage characters, and then you feel I like don't want to read that shit. Yeah, college but, AU smut. But I'm saying that's why I think that's why I'm so uncomfortable with specifically like BBC Sherlock is that like these are like oh they're not middle aged but they're much older. They were like my parents' age, and so the idea of like. Imagining it's almost like having to imagine my parents having sex. Ew! Don't say that. It's so gross to me. It's so just older, like older people have sex and enjoy having sex. But I am not. I am still under twenty five. So the idea I don't want to imagine thirty having sex is like a really foreign concept to me because I'm not there yet myself. So once I'm there, I'm sure I'll be fine with it. But right now, just. I'm sure people who are, like, over the age of 30 feel the same way about people under the age of 30 having sex. They're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I know kids have sex, but what the fuck? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So so for now, I, mean, I, just, I just can't do it. I mean, in reality, the rest of this fic is essentially going to be them having sex. Uh... And obviously, Sherlock being very dominant. Uh... And... I was going to say, we've been going for a decent amount of time, and we do not necessarily have to finish it. But I feel like we do, because that's the entire trope. I feel like we need to at least read a part of it. Okay, we'll keep going. Like, I, I don't, don't want to, but you I can't. Like we owe it to the you podcast. You can't yell at me that I tried to give you a way out. You did. You did, and I respect it, but we owe it to you guys. Keep going. Okay, um, where was I? Okay. Gently so as not to leave a mark, Sherlock bit down on the nape of John's neck and marveled at how John came apart. His knees gave out, forcing Sherlock to hold most of his weight. The moan, he admitted, was one of hedonistic need. I'm sorry, can you just imagine the fact that a bunch of 16-year-olds are writing porn about BBC Sherlock? <laughs> Don't talk to me about that, <laughs> Jesus. That's just so funny to me. That's what it was, though. Right? Um, um, um... His neck arched to give Sherlock better access, and his hands went to immediate work on removing his jeans and pants. Sherlock planted yet another kiss over the spot, adoring the way John's entire body responded to the simple act. This, he said, <laughs> before giving another smaller lick to the space, is going. Another kiss that sent John's hips bucking. To be <laughs> useful. You're so dying right now. I am. I just asked John's... Nick to, like, go make us dinner because I, I just, I need something to take my mind off this. John <laughs> gasped for breath. <laughs> I can't. That's, I, that's a fucked up line. I cannot fucking read that line, bro. Sherlock Holmes, you fuck me right now or I will kill you. Thank you so much. That's a fucked up line if I've ever heard one. Oh um, Sherlock turned John around for better access to John's mouth and to better control their fall onto the bed. Being horizontal gave John the access he needs to finally completely remove his jeans and pants. Jeans and pants? Oh my gosh, he's wearing two pairs of pants, bro. Unless he means, like, (laughs) underpants. Yeah, probably. Um, Leaving him naked under Sherlock, who was straddling him, but still in his trousers. Sherlock was leaning forward, John's hands on his neck, kissing John. His tongue seemed intent on a full investigation of John's mouth before moving along the the soldier's jaw to further explore his neck. John bucked up, sparking a reaction from Sherlock. Why the bloody hell do you still have clothes on? (laughs) Demanded the soldier. 
I'm not sure, said Sherlock between his mouth's exploration of John's skin. It's becoming rather painful. Okay, I think we can end there. Yeah, I, ooh, it gets worse. We should end there. It gets sad, like, really, not bad, but, like, more explicit really fast. And I Really quick. I think we should just end there. So, I'm just, in your imagination, you could either go read this if you want to. I don't think you should, but if this Uh, is your interest. You know, I, I do also want to make it fair to myself. I have never really squicked out anything on the show that we've covered so far. I have. In, yeah, you have, but, like, I haven't. I've been really brave about it. And I think I, that that's okay if I have to call it here mm-hmm. because I just can't imagine Benedict Cumberpatch. I don't even remember the actor for Watson. I just can't imagine them going at it. Okay? Like, mm-hmm. like I understand that, in theory, if they were a couple, they would, but, but I don't want to think about it. Okay? I just don't. If I'm going to be totally honest with you, half the time when I read, like, Stucky fanfics, I, like, don't really imagine them. Because I'm, like, yeah, in my brain, I will I, I will just imagine the actors and that is uncomfy for right, me. Right, that's why I really so can't I, read, like, live action totally. stuff. Like, I used to be really into, like, St- uh, Stolensky and Styles and Derek <laughs> and stuff back in high school. But, like, I don't read it a lot anymore because, like... It just got to the point where I imagine the characters, and I if I have to imagine the actors, like the characters who are played by like real life people, it makes me so uncomfortable because then I just think about the actors' faces, and I'm like, I don't. Mm-hmm. It's just like such a bad intrusive thought. <laughs> yeah, you just you like learn to like not think about it. Yeah, I used to. Now I I can't stop, and <laughs> it's pain. Yeah, it's so but sad. um. Oh my god, Gabs, will you be reading any more no. dark fuck prince fanfic? Actually, like in theory. Um, I'm sure some of the fics I've read have fallen under this, but they're not Sherlock, and I will never read a Sherlock fic, and honestly, I had been contemplating rewatching this series, and I don't think I will ever be able to do that now. Oh, I'm so sorry, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's actually for the best. It's for the best. It is for the best. Oh my goodness. Um, I think, I guess I will technically be reading more of these because... A lot of the characters I like fall under this okay, Kylo. trope. Fuck you! Fuck you! I mean, I know exactly what character you're talking about, Liz. Like, you don't have to lose There are multiple, already... actually. Uh-huh. Yeah, but we know the main one. There are multiple, please. Uh-huh. please Anyways, Liz. I'm being bullied on my own podcast. Where can we find uh, you on social media? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok at LazilyLiz. What about you, Gabs? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok at Nerd. Liz, where can we find more about the show? You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Trope Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Trope Podcast or their Trope's Battle for Dominance. If you need to email us for any reason at all, such as uh, questions, comments, concerns, sending us good Maze Runner or Twilight fanfictions, please email us at tropedominance at gmail.com. Please rate, comment, follow, subscribe, whatever it is, wherever you listen to the show. It helps us a lot. Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys so much. And don't forget to check us out on Amazon Music slash Podcast and Audible as well to help build our listening uh, platform over there. Thanks, you guys. Have a good one, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.